The one story that can supercharge your traffic, increase your conversions, is your customer story. I'm going to send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show, stories and strategies that don't stink. And today we've got a lot of firsts. As you can see, I have a lovely guest. If you're watching this on video, if you're watching this on podcast and listening to it, not watching it, watching it with your ears, you don't see her. <laughs> but she is a lovely North American mother, new dog owner, incredible marketer. And uh, what else can I say? That's awesome. Super awesome funny. speaker. Super funny. funny That's hilarious. The <laughs> and theater expert. And she helps speakers really find their story, which is awesome. Well in line with everything we're talking about here. Jackie McLanagan, my good friend. Thank you for being thank on the show. So yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to see you too. <laughs> from, from lovely Canada. Yeah, lovely Canada. How is Canada these days? Um, you know what? It's like we've been having monsoon weather. I'm not sure why, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> Canada's not known. For, well, maybe it is known for its weather, but it's maybe not where you want to <laughs> go for a nice sunny vacation. <laughs> but it's known for better politics. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hotter <laughs> prime ministers and things like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> better looking politicians. Better looking politicians. <laughs> That should be your new slogan, Canada, land of good-looking politicians. Exactly. Um, Jackie, so tell me a little bit about Pure Potentials, your business. Yeah, sure. So um, it starts from, it's kind of an evolution like a lot of different businesses are. You know, it kind of morphs itself and you find your niche and you find who you're serving and helping. And I actually didn't start off doing what I'm doing. I started off as a theater producer and performer for a lot of years. And I ran corporate entertainment gigs. And um, I also didn't start there. I started with doing the on-stage theater productions. And one of the things that I learned was that I really think that there's a lot of people out there, speakers and, uh, and authors, and they have a message to share, but they don't maybe know the techniques to, to market themselves as well as they could. So through the evolution and the theater path, I started to really delve into helping speakers. And I guess this started with the fact that I did... Um, on stage productions, moved into corporate entertainment, which was far more lucrative. <laughs> and then I started to feel like I wanted to do some training and some personal development. I went and studied yoga, meditation, Ayurveda, came back to Canada because I studied in the States and, um, you know, thought maybe that's one thing I wanted to do. So I thought I would do some events that were more health and wellness related. That morphed into the whole trade shows. And then I started working in particular with health and wellness speakers. And uh, like I said, Pure Potentials kind of evolved because I was seeing that they were really struggling marketing themselves. And going back to the whole theater experience, 
If you have to put people into a room and you have limited budget because it's the arts, you have to get really creative with the way that you market. So <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell. Creative with marketing. Yeah. You're a very creative person. Uh, you, yes. you almost say you're too creative, right? We were talking about <laughs> it before. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're uh, cursed with creativity. Yeah. <laughs> I know every time I talk to you, you have a new, like, a new way to do things. And I, I love know. it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about uh, you know, some of the successes that you had in theater and, and maybe how they can apply today. Yeah, sure. Um, so I just, one of the things that I started off with is I was actually a performer and I thought, uh, I, I actually auditioned for a role. My first role I auditioned for, I got into paid acting right off the bat, which is kind of surprising because that's not usually what people do. Um, and I was noticing that she was doing things a certain way and I thought maybe I could shift things or change things. So I moved into um, going into a theater, getting the royalties, hiring the actors, doing the entire production from top to bottom, which I had no idea what I was doing. Wow. But I was, you know, maybe I think I was about 21 years old and I thought, well, yeah, I can do this for sure. I can just <laughs> I can go out there and make a theater company. And um, I didn't understand that I couldn't fail at the time, which I think was a huge blessing, right? So that that youth where I didn't get those blocks in my way where I thought, oh, I can't do this. Who am I to come in here and think I can start a company? So, I mean, I think that's really one of the first huge wins that I had and that people can implement into their own business is stop putting your own roadblocks in your way. Mm -hmm. And I, when I didn't have that, I realized I actually had kind of a knack for putting people in a room you know, and one of the things that I did, I mean, I had lots of failures along the way too, but one of the times that I did this is I had a, there's a, a famous Canadian children's author named Robert Munch. Do you know him by any chance? I don't. I don't well, you should look I, I him up. I will look him up. I know nothing about up. Canada. <laughs> but he's amazing and you, you have kids, so, you know, you're going to want to know this author. He's amazing. So I, he's pretty, he, pretty much a big deal here in Canada. And I thought I'm going to phone him up and see if he'll give me some royalties so I can do his productions on stage. <laughs> and I phoned him up and he answered his phone and I was all tongue tied and starstruck because he was Robert Munch. And that was so cool. Um, but he agreed and I bought the royalties. And then I took out a single ad that I paid, I think, $500 for in Calgary Child Magazine where the, I was doing the play. And I filled the entire theater two times a day, the entire run. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm a super genius. <laughs> I am $500. It's it. It's all you have to spend. I've found the secret. And <laughs> what I wasn't realizing, well, I kind of realized, but that was really, really targeted. That went into every single backpack of every single child in the school system. And so it was like a, a wonderful way to promote something that everybody had already kind of heard about. And it, I was using that familiarity. And then I decided I was going to do a different production. I thought, I know how to fill this thing. And I put out the same ad, same type of ad in the same paper and nothing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nothing, right? But I didn't realize, I didn't break down the components of a marketing strategy at that time. I just kind of happened upon a success and thought that that's how you do it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think there's a lot of things to be learned there. Mm -hmm. uh, first is, you know, like you said, don't put your roadblocks in the way. Yeah. Second is that uh, an early success can actually lead to a, a bigger failure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm a super genius. I'm a super genius. Did you see what I did? Yeah. And uh, I think, oh, sorry. What was the name of the sh second show or what was the second show about? 
Oh, that was a long time ago. Um, I think it was some type of a comedy or farce. And I thought, you know what? Moms will like this for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much, right? Yeah, so you didn't match really match the content to the audience either. No, right? no, I didn't. But one of the things with that is when I started to monitor that I wasn't getting any ticket sales, this is where you have to get creative and you have to go, well, I have to do this. I have no choice. Failure is not an option. So, I mean, I've done things where I've, I've had actors dress up and hand out flyers on the streets and harass people and take pictures and, you know, anything that you have to do to get the word out there. And along the way, there's a lot of great ways of doing things. And then there's a lot of just time wasters. And I think that's, you know, a lot about what marketing is. And now moving into a more evolved um, marketing strategy, metrics are huge for me. So you got to catch the failures fast. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to catch the failures fast. And, and learn from them, right? It, it, just mm -hmm. because it fails right away doesn't mean it's a complete failure, especially in internet marketing. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, it, it could be a tweak of a word. It could yep. be, you know, it could be you're just using the wrong email platform. Yeah. Uh, um, so tell me about your business now. Yeah, sure, I mean, sure. I mean, I know you're helping speakers and you've got yeah. some events coming up. Uh, tell me about how you help speakers. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I help them in a lot of different ways. And um, I just want to circle back before I answer that question, just to add on to one of those things that you said, because I thought it was interesting. And it was um, the tweak of a word. So I would put on a lot of different trade shows. And so I would fill up the auditoriums with all of the exhibitors because promotion opportunities are really important for people. Mm -hmm. But I also book out the... Um, the conference rooms and all the banquet rooms for the speakers and give them the opportunity to have sort of this open source platform where they can go and they can um, have a have a pre-made audience right there. So that's one of the first ways of actually helping a speaker is giving them a platform and an audience, right? Yep. I have different uh, ways I do this. Sometimes it's pay to play. Like at a trade show, they pay, you know, I don't know, it was like $150 and they get a room for an hour and I put an audience there and give them some promotion. So it's a good deal, right? Um, but Going back to that word, I would put the signups for people so they would walk in the door and they would see all the different workshops. And I would notice that the way that the speakers worded their presentation would significantly dictate how well they would do at the event. And words like your or giving a, a really clear benefit or um, a clear idea of what was going to happen in that room was really really crucial for them. And one example is this man wrote, or his title of his workshop was, that's right, this workshop is tons of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get anybody going in there because it was like, what do I have to do to get this fun? And I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a little weird. So um, it's really important that you're always looking at your message. And that's one of the things that I talk to speakers a lot about is their message mm -hmm. and making those little tiny tweaks, right? And, and yeah, um, back to that. So how did you name and, and the tiny tweak <laughs> message? How did you get the names right? Because I've been to events too, where I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't want to go see that. And then someone's like, Oh, that was really good. But I'm like, well, it kind of seemed like it was going to stink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know, and, and that naming, we, I think that's probably a throwaway, especially yeah. for larger events. I know I've been to those. We've been to those where I'm like, Oh, this is a, a, a poopy, uh, um, schedule. And you're like, oh. <laughs> and then it actually is good. So how yeah. do you name them right? Yeah. How do you name those, those sessions right? Well, it kind of fits into this whole overwhelming, how do you build a speaker business just to start with, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to test, like any other uh, business, you have to test what you're doing and seeing how your market responds to it. And I know that there's a lot of talk about uh, 
talking to the pain points or talking in that alleviating of pain message versus talking in that um, acquisition of gain. And it really comes down to what are they responding to in your blog posts, your webinars, your podcasts. When you start to see and, and you look at the patterns of the words that your own client base is using, that's what I like to put into my marketing. So if I hear people uh, really dig on the word um, event promotion, for an example, because they have their own concept of what it is, it doesn't say a lot, but they know and they have an emotional feeling towards this, that they want to do event promotion, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm igniting uh, an emotional response because I've heard them say, I want to promote my events. I want to promote my events so many times, right? Yep. Um, I was going to say more now. I just, well, I, don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I think that's a, a really, really important point is listening to your audience. Mm -hmm. And so many of us, especially if you're an expert, come up with your own way of doing things, which is great, and your own system for doing it and your own term for doing it. But then you have to give the audience what they want first before. Mm -hmm before they can learn about your term, right? Yeah, yeah, too many sexy names, right? I hear this all the time, like, oh, I'm gonna call this, this, you know, uh, transformational life, blah, 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 whatever they wanna say, but it doesn't really talk to the pain point, and I, it's, un you can make things sexy when you're, when they get to know you, right? And they can mm -hmm. have those buzzwords when they get to know you, but you need to offer up what you're actually talking about first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you getting at, lady? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the actual, like, what's the thing the person wants, right? Yeah. Be before you give them what you think they need. Yeah. So uh, I would say something like event promotion, and that's really vague, but they're going to have in their mind, like, I want to do workshops and I want to have an event and I want to get my book out there more. But what I really talk to them about, and it's less sexy again, is what components do you have in place in your speaking business to start with? Do you have a message? Do you have a platform? Do you have the tools? Do you need some technological help? Like, where are you on that spectrum? Because they're in so many different places. Mm -hmm. And I mean, some people have it all together and they just want to have speaking opportunities. Like, I love having you on stage because you have all the components. You don't, you're kind of, you're, you've become we're colleagues. It wouldn't yes. be, I wouldn't be helping you. I would be, you know, you're an amazing speaker and you have a lot to offer my audience. Oh, thank you. And I don't need to, to work with you. I just need to work with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Flattery, flattery will get you everywhere. Yay. Uh, um, yeah, I try. And it's true. Yeah. And, and it is a lot of work to make it look like it's not work, right? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it's funny too, because a lot of, I make a lot of videos. I know that you're in that video world. I love, it's a passion of mine. I make videos and um, people think that this is really just me getting up there and being a ham, but I, there's a whole process that I put in place and I'm looking at statistics and I know why I want to do this. And another place that the speakers fall down is they get in front of the cameras or they're, uh, they're putting out products before they actually really sharpen the message, get to those foundations, right? Mm -hmm. keep tweaking and they need to be there all the time yeah yeah and, and when you say metrics uh mm -hmm. what metrics are you looking at right now well i mean business? i look at all kinds so i would if i'm running a campaign i'd like to see things like where they are in the in you know maybe in the email system if they're reading those emails if i'm looking at my videos where are they falling off? What is an ideal time for me to make a video? Um, how are they responding? What's my level of engagement? You know, obviously, what are my conversions? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? But a lot of people only focus on the conversions and throw away the baby with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so with your videos, you say it's time to make a video. What videos have you found 
are your most successful so far? Yeah, it's really funny because um, I go to well the same conferences conferences as you, and one of the funniest things I've done. Pardon me, sorry about that. Hello. <laughs> yeah. One of the the funniest things that I've done is um, I started putting out just funny videos that were relevant to the conference that I was attending. They didn't really seem to have any kind of of intrinsic sales value at all, and people were wondering why I was making these shenanigan videos. But the strategy for me was that I actually hate cold networking, which you wouldn't think because I'm a, I'm a people person, but I don't like going in and not knowing anybody. So I thought I would put something out there so we could skip through some of the, the uh, formalities and get to know each other faster. <laughs> it seems like that doesn't result in anything, but I've gotten a business out of that, free software. It's relationship building. So I've been putting these things in targeted areas and people get to know you faster. And it always stems back to relationship building for me. That's I, I loved what you did. And if you guys take a look at, I don't know how we could, how someone could see it, but I think one of them was for, was it for icon last year or partner con? It was partner. I did both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were great and they got your attention and then everyone wanted to be around Jackie. Yeah. Like I felt like I was her bodyguard anytime I, I stood around. I'm like, oh no, stand back, stand back. This Jackie actually it was more like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, but I think that that's an innovative way to use video because you mm -hmm. were thinking of the situation that you were going to be in, and you weren't just promoting yourself. You were just mm -hmm. talking and having fun, right? Yeah. And man, it got a ton of views. It got a ton of conversation. Yeah. And especially when it, you talk about like, hey, you want to network with people, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need 18,000 views if you're going no. to a 400 person conference. But if you network with just the one right person. Yeah. Boom. I know. And you're, it was kind, you're, you're like kind of a, a, a minor celebrity at that point. Right. I mean, not <laughs> that you're not a major celebrity, but within yeah. that, you know, it's like, you know, th there were these speakers and then there's Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. But but people can do that, right? And it's really about what are you you like where's the little target that you need to be in and what do you need to make happen in that area? And you're 100% right. You you need to market yourself like a celebrity, but you have to do it in a very it doesn't need to be millions and millions of people. It needs mm -hmm. to be something relevant to you, right? And relevant to your audience. Yeah. Right? You knew that you want to market with to to Infusionsoft certified partners. Mm -hmm. I say market, just build value. Mm -hmm. now, I'm not trying to sell anything yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for all... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was great. And I'm sure you got a ton of business out of it. And then you had an event and you got a, you have people coming to all these events. Uh, and are you still doing the, the, the little, the smaller events around the country? Yeah, you know what? All the time, right? And that's part of the whole... It goes back to that testing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did what was called a festival of health and wellness years and years ago. And my very first go out the door, I had this great idea that I would have keynote speakers and they would apply and they would talk to the audience and they would do breakout rooms and I would charge, you know, I think I was charging $80 to attend and give them lunch. And I was getting nowhere. Nobody wanted to come to this. And I was like, I got to get people in this audience. And then all of a sudden, um, somebody came up to me and said, can I put up my table for my, my product here? And I said, yeah, 200 bucks. <laughs> I got to monetize this sucker somehow. I got to get something going. Right. And so I ended up putting it quite a few tables in that area. And, um, 
I what's called papered the event. So I gave away tickets. I had a reason why I was giving away tickets. It wasn't ideal, but I needed to make the event happen. And what I learned from that event is that I had to shift the format significantly. So it turned more into the trade shows. And so I would I focused on getting bigger venues with with lots more exhibitors and then having the speakers because I that's my mission is to help speakers have these stages and get their voice out there. But I had to do it in a way that obviously as a business owner, I could monetize and make it a win-win for everybody. And so uh, when you go back to those questions, are you still doing the smaller events? Always. But every time I do them, I take a bit, a step back and I see what do I need to change, shift, focus on more, and how can I make this a better and better experience? The trade show that I did, going back to that, ended up running for five years in different cities and was really lucrative, had a great following. And I shut it down last year because um, watching market trends, I saw a big influx of other people doing the same thing. And I saw a bit of a decline in the economy in that that market share. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to shut it down till I can shift this again and come up with something innovative and really take that next step forward, right? Awesome. And so yeah. with the, those people that were in your audience there, um, mm-hmm. are you still keeping in touch with them? Are you still emailing oh, yeah. them and stuff? Of course. Yeah, yeah, nice. definitely segment them. Some people, I mean, people who just attend a trade show versus an exhibitor, I just have to keep the people who come to trade shows interested. So I don't really market. I just send them fun stuff and tips and <laughs> keep them engaged in different ways. Well, that's marketing. Yeah, that, that is marketing. It, it's yeah. it, And people think marketing is always selling. It's yeah. not, it's always providing value. Yeah. And then eventually you have an ask. You have to ask sometimes, but you don't, ha- you shouldn't ask all the time, right? Yeah. Can I have this? Can I have this? <laughs> buy my <laughs> I mean, thing. Buy, buy my, my thing. Buy my thing. Look at me. Buy my thing. They'll stop <laughs> opening your emails. But when you send out these funny videos that you send out and they're hilarious, you should go to her, her YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> you, do, you do green screen very well. I uh, love green screen. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about your business because I, okay. I, you know, we're, we're going to try something out for the first time and we're going to do a live video strategy. Consultation. Yay. Uh, um, so you're, you're speaking to speakers mm-hmm. and you want to get speakers to not only hear your message, but, but probably to come to some of your events, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so what are you doing video wise right now to do that? Okay. Um, So I have a a lot of content that is written right now that I'm going to obviously turn into valuable content to promote an event in particular that I'm doing in Arizona in October. Um, To start with, you know, I looked at what pieces do I have to have? And I always sort of look at the end game as well. So I need to have the ask, like what you said. So you need to have a sales video. So I knew that. Then you needed to have a, um, a I needed to, I had an affiliate strategy going along with that. So I had an affiliate video. So I made those things first and I put them out there to my warmer crowd because I didn't want to just throw that out cold. So that's why I'm making the content to give to people to warm them up who might not know me or trust me yet. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Um, What are you doing to uh, get in front of people that cold traffic, people that don't know you? Yeah, um, I'm doing, you know, the Facebook ads. I have a lot of um, things that I do with uh, Facebook groups. So I have a speaker's success group. And when you go in there, you can put up, or I put up tips or I try to get engagement going with that. I'm actually, 
Um, I'm going to brag. <laughs> I'm not the best at the Facebook ads, but I certainly can get engagement in Facebook. You know, that's mm. one of the things that I have had a lot of success with. Awesome. Um, yeah. And um, let's, let's go. Let's take a look. So one of the things <laughs> that you, you told me that is, is this event that you're doing um, in Arizona, is it going to help to fill events? Is it going to help speakers to fill events? Yeah. You know what it's going to do? It's going to help speakers build their businesses. And um, I'm thinking I probably have that lead page on, not even on the website there. <laughs> there's our conversation. Yeah, there's um, our conversation. Maybe I'll just actually just send you the, the lead page and you can pull that up. And that yeah, might be, be, great. be better for you. Um, yeah, no, basically what it's doing is it's helping the speakers uh, build their businesses, right? And they need a lot of components and it can really seem overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to break down what they need and actually give them some foundational pieces so that they're not just going, hearing the same old message like, oh, you have to do video and you have to do podcasts and you have to do this. You know, you need to actually have those things in place and sometimes that can be overwhelming. There you go. Awesome. I just sent you a link. Did you send it in Skype? You Skyped me? I did. I sent it in Skype. Skype. All right. I'm going to pull this up. I am. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. And so part of the strategy, what's coming up is the sales page. And this just tells, it's a little longer than a video that I would normally make for fun and shenanigans. But because it's on a sales page, I really felt that I needed to cover what they're getting. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit longer, but... Cover the, the benefits and the value. Tell them exactly what the offer is and tell them exactly how they can go ahead and do it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You got some subtitles. That's great. Oh, yeah. You know why I'm doing that is because I uh, put these things out when I'm going to put this out in ad format. Uh -huh. People are really digging... Um, watching videos on Facebook without the sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I've been doing it too. So it's a statistic I've learned. And I thought, okay, well, I'll put some words up. That's and then I move around and try to keep it really fun. So are you doing any value videos ahead of the, of the, the retreat? Yes, I'm doing a ton. And that's been my big focus and push right now. So for a speaker, I think one of the biggest things that they need to know is that they're also a writer. And everything starts with writing. It doesn't mean that you're scripting out your videos, but it means you are writing down your plan. What, you know, what are you going to say? What is the value you bring? Because I see too many people have these things in their heads, myself included, and I can't remember it when you get a camera in front of my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's great. So one of the things I'm hearing you say a lot is what they need. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do videos about what they want? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. they want. Uh, it's mostly what they want. They say things like, I want to do video. I want to do podcasts. And what they want is they want to be out there and getting their message out. That's really all they want. The breakdown of the components is things that myself and speakers like you are we're the experts because we've done that and we know this, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what they need to make what they want happen. Yep. Yep. And so one of the things, I, you know, one of the things I would do right away is I haven't seen a video on filling up events, filling mm -hmm. up, like, especially if these are intro, like early on speakers, mm -hmm. I would do videos titled like how to fill your first event, how to fill 
you know, a, a, a find an event, those things. Cause you, you told me early on, that was a big thing. That, that was a buzzword. Well, thanks for saying that. And you know what? I have that as well. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I've been, it's one of the things I like to put out and I have a whole formula that a lot of the speakers like to, um, just go on and get, and I'm not trying to be pitchy here, but definitely I've put this templates together for them. A lot of people feel they're not ready for, um, you know, hiring a bunch of PR people or video people, but they do need to have these components in place. So I've, I've created the templates for them and I'm just actually trying to pull up a video to send that to you as well called how to fill your events. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I Pretty sexy it. name, right? But how that's, to fill that's your it. I mean, it, it doesn't, you shouldn't be sexy no. until people know you, right? They yeah. know and like you. And then you get, then you have the secret language inside there. Once people are in your tribe, then you have your secret language. Yeah, exactly. Then we can say all kinds, we can make up whatever word we want at that point. Yeah. You have your own pure potentials, you know, thing going on. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Awesome. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. Yeah. So let's see here. You've got 178 views. Yeah. And you know, another thing too, is I put things in YouTube, but I don't focus so much on the views there because I also post it in uh, Vimeo. I also upload these natively to Facebook. And so I don't always use the YouTube platform strictly for views yeah. because I think that you need to really leverage your content as well. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. But you know, YouTube is the second most used search engine out there. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple quick things that you could do here to mm -hmm. increase your view views. Mm -hmm. um, you know how to fill maybe a little more specific uh, mm -hmm. title. It's a good one. Um, how to fill your live speaking events, or mm -hmm. how to, how fill how speakers can fill their live events, or you know, yeah. or even do ones for specific verticals. Yeah. You know what else I'm seeing when I'm talking to you that you just kind of made me think about? I don't think I'm putting a lot of keywords or tags in, your, in the description. Your description, you can write as much as you want in there, right? Okay. I mean, I, so these these are what I call my key videos. Videos mm -hmm. that we really want to get showing up for competitive searches. Because if you, first of all, take, do a very keyword-rich um, uh, keyword description, add the tags... I'm glad you have a link in here, which is fantastic, but add the <laughs> tags in there. The other thing you can add too is uh, YouTube cards. Oh. So yeah, add YouTube YouTube cards. You'll get a copy of this video so you can- <laughs> I uh, wanna write this down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> add YouTube cards to your lead magnet, right? So mm -hmm. someone knows right away, hey, I can click on here because they might not see the description. And, mm -hmm. and the great oh. part about YouTube cards is then you can always change it. If the lead magnet changes, whatever, it can be dynamic. Right. Um, that's definitely one thing I would do. Yeah, definitely make the title longer. Get a keyword-rich description. Ask mm -hmm. some friends to put some comments. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the comment. To... <gasps> because I spoke at one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, these are, this is, you know, going back to what speakers need, myself included, and, and we're all that way, right? There's so many things that we need to be doing and thinking about. So if you take a content piece, it's really not just one place. You really do have to sit down and, and 
fill out these descriptions and take your content and put it on Vimeo, you know. Yeah. So there's there's a lot, and I get that. Yeah. Yeah, but from from the SEO standpoint and from the video standpoint, you have a huge opportunity here because you know what they want and that mm-hmm. that they're probably going out there and googling these things, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that you can get this into this into the search results, into the Google search results too. So if someone goes, "How to fill live events?" Oh, there's Jackie. Yeah. And then you answering those questions. This is a big term for you because mm-hmm. it, it was the first thing I heard. And you know, when you talk about speakers, and I know a lot of people. I personally know a lot of people that just have no idea how to fill events. I think it's mm-hmm. awesome you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would even like if I were to do this video over, I would tell about some of the events you filled up front mm-hmm. so they know that you build that authority mm-hmm. um the other thing you want to start doing now is make sure that this video mm-hmm. is the this specific video the youtube video is now embedded on anything that you any blog post or anything you do about filling live events oh okay you build, yeah you build links to it you build chance of it um being played so those extra plays on down the road will actually increase its ranking in YouTube. Mm-hmm. So th- that's another thing that you want to do. Yeah, I mean, and be sending this out once a quarter in your mm-hmm. in your email blast. Like, hey, here's a video on how to fill live events. Yeah. So you're getting those views, getting people coming back to it, getting traffic because YouTube likes that traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's simple. And it's really quick things that you can do. Yeah. Right? And then the, the big, big thing is anywhere that in blog posts besides embedding it, if you can put the anchor text filling live events to here, mm-hmm. now you've got, you're going to get this video ranking because the, oh. the, the thing is the, the videos ranking with are it's just so powerful, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, now, now everyone's out there. So, um, you know, you know, what's really interesting. I, this is so great. I love this. It's making me very excited actually. Um, I'm really creative, so I think, oh, I'm so over this video because I've already made it and watched it, right? Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing from you is that is one of my blocks that I'm putting in my way. And that's really interesting to see that mirror put in front of me. So I do. Thank you for that. I've got to go back. I have so many videos, and I can do so much with this stuff. So Yeah, and wow. we yeah. get sick of seeing it. You know, you can, yeah. you can edit it. But remember that you want to have your three to four key videos, those big terms that you want to be fighting for in yeah. YouTube and SEO and thinking, hey, someone's going to fill live events. Maybe they want to learn how to do it and they go to YouTube or they just Google it and boom, you're there. Yeah. Um, you know, and also be, you know, put this in your Twitter feed. On, on If you're using something like Meet Edgar or um, Buffer or anything like that, any of those services that can help you schedule out Twitter. Mm-hmm. that those social links from Twitter and putting on Facebook linking to this YouTube specifically, because while you want to have live video on, mm-hmm. on Facebook and you want to use Facebook, um, Facebook video itself, this video, the link from YouTube, YouTube's still super, super powerful yeah, for, yeah. Getting, for getting people outside of your circle. Right. Yeah. So, wow. I, you know, and then, uh, but that's, I, I think it's great that you're doing so much video. Yeah. Um, awesome. See, that's so cool. That is so cool. This goes into another, a uh, longer one. So this okay. is, you know, the free training video that you just happened on, but gotcha. basically what I want them to do is I want to progress them down that, that value chain. If I was going to redo this one, which I might, I might break, cause there's four distinct phases in this free training and I might break those out into a four video series. So it wouldn't be quite as long. What do you think of that? I, I like that. I, th- yeah. I think that's a good idea because then you can do specifics 
Yeah. And you can guide them down, guide your viewer down. And it also, <laughs> it depends on where someone's watching the video, right? In, you, in mm-hmm. your value chain. And um, if they know who you are, the, seeing a 15-minute video mm-hmm. might not scare them because they know, hey, Jackie's going to bring me a lot of value. But if it's mm-hmm. if this is the first time they're stumbling upon you, yeah, then I wouldn't, um, you know, you want to keep that video two, three minutes. You don't want to see a commitment. And even a 30-second, yeah. 30, 30 you know, you might even have a short, really short video ahead of it, like 30 seconds. Here's three quick tips to fill rooms, right? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I love that. And then leave them <laughs> If you're going to do the training, though, yeah. I, I would, you know, and you're going to spend the time to break that out. I would I would put it someplace where they have to do some sort of opt in. Put mm-hmm. it on Facebook, you know, do a Facebook private uh, group and say, hey, if you want to see the rest of this, just join my Facebook private group. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, okay. all, uh, and, and then you can pin those videos to the top on Facebook yeah. or, um, you know, you put them on your website. So they have to go to your website to watch them. If you're going to get that okay. level of training. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you do basic training here on YouTube, but get the shorter stuff on here and mm-hmm. you're, you're going to do the longer stuff unless you're, yeah, for training. If you're going to tell a story, like a 15 minute story, YouTube's still mm-hmm. a great place because you're going to want people coming here to be entertained and yeah. learn quickly. Right. So yeah, um, you have to think of what the reason people are on those places. Exactly. You know, I've been doing, I actually was. This one's older, but as I've been going on, my videos on YouTube are generally about a minute 30. That's where I like to live because I think that um, it's a good skill for people to be able to get a lot of information out in a minute 30. How can you be of value in a minute 30, right? Yep. Yep. And if they know that, hey, there's a minute 30 worth of high valued stuff, they're going to go through. I mean, I know I do it. Yeah. I I look for fitness stuff and I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And I watch minute 30, minute 30. But if I hit that 25 minute video, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of fine being fat. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. um, You're not fat. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's what I was looking for. Uh, (laughs) I know how to catch those fishing lines. (laughs) I'll throw a few out myself. Um, Yeah. So, do I mean, I, I really think I would love to see you get ranked for how to fill the room, oh, how to fill the okay. room. I, I would like to see that in the Google search results. Hey, All right. Let's take a look real quick here. And let's go to Google. Um, how to fill an event. I like that you wrote hot. <laughs> hot <laughs> okay. So tip number one, be super hot. <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. There was this woman who asked me to help her with her marketing and I wanted to talk to her about foundational things. And she said, no, no, no. I just want to know where should I put up my poster? And I said, well, just tell me who is your, your target audience. And she said, it's corporate men age 30. And I said, well, you call yourself a transformational diva. Why are they going to come see you? And she pauses and she said, because I'm hot. And I said, well, then put a picture of yourself in a bikini on that poster. Nice. <laughs> like, seriously, lady, you got to make this somehow co- cohesive. But it's funny. <laughs> because I'm hot. <laughs> uh, so look yeah. at this girl. How to yeah. fill an event. Who yeah. is she? No, I don't know. 2,300 views. Okay. So, you know, and she's, uh, look at this. She's on the first page of how to fill an event, mm-hmm. how to fill a workshop room, you know, and then you can, uh, so you can go to the Google suggest too mm-hmm. and see what Google suggests and start how to advertise your workshop. Oh, okay. So you'll get, you can go to Google suggest and get the topics because if, if, the, if they're in, in Google suggest, that means there's enough people right now mm-hmm. searching for that, that it triggers the Google suggest. Oh, 
Wow, look at that. You clever guy. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I get paid the big bucks. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> How to fill seats at an event. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, really that one, I could see right now immediately, I thought of funny video Jackie. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Filling seats. I can imagine you like with green screen and filling seats and pictures yeah. of butts. Butts and seats. <laughs> butts and seats. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, from the from the Facebook standpoint, if you're going to do a how to fill a seats at an event, you know, the, the video, the thumbnail video, I mean, I hate to say it, but it should be a picture of a butt. Because <laughs> if I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed and I see a picture of butt, I'm playing that video. Right? Yeah. So. I think so. Well, I mean, I do put naked people in my extreme exposure videos. I do cover them up just so you know, but I have not shied away from nudity of any form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a reason, you know, and I, we always talk about too, you know, you're competing on Facebook, you're competing on YouTube with porn. I mean, yeah. th 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 that's it. You know, you're everyone is cause it's a distraction. People want to be distracted. They, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, look at these suggestions. I'd like to see you do two or three of these, you know, mm -hmm. you, you know, I mean, especially for you, if you're gonna do Facebook ones, well, you can do these, get some YouTube search results and then take that video, put it on Facebook or even do, if you wanna do it real fast and start get some, you know, some real traction, test these out with Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. So do, you know, do one of these a week on Facebook Live, boost those live posts, see which one works, play around with the terms mm -hmm. and, and then you can, um, and then you'll know which ones to really spend time on. Can I ask you, I want to ask you about that Facebook live thing. So you're saying create, cause I mean, one of my challenges that I have, it's a personal challenge, which is I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I like the lights and I like the green screen. When you go on Facebook live, are you saying go out there and, and just be testing the, the subject lines, the topic? Yes. Test the okay. su subject line. Um, okay. You know, put it out there, see how many people you get listening to it, and then boost the post a little to see, you know, spend the same amount of money in the same audience so you have consistency, see which one gets the most traction, and then spend mm -hmm. time making doing it. And mm -hmm. then when you spend time doing it, um, you know, making a, a higher quality one because, you mm -hmm. know, it has some traction. Now, there right. is a difference because you're, you know, it's, you're, you're talking about intention versus attention. On mm -hmm. Facebook, you're, you're getting attention. Whereas mm -hmm. on an SEO, you're getting intention because they're, they have to be typing something in. Right. So it, there's a slight difference there. Um, but I think for you, for both of these, you could test them out and how to fill up a workshop room, et cetera. Because yeah. here's the other aspect of it too, is if you're to title, like say how to fill a workshop room, like we mm -hmm. see here and you do a Facebook one, and you're like, wow, that really works. And you get a thousand, two thousand, three thousand views. Now, here's the other thing about the Facebook video: when you do these, you know, you're talking two, three cent views, so you're mm -hmm. getting in front of a lot of people. But um, if you do this, and like, you know, we always think that people just stay in our funnel. Mm -hmm. but if you were to do this, how to fill a workshop room, and um, and someone watches the videos and they're like, "Oh, that was really good. I want to go find more information about it." They're, they'll now be taught by you to go search for that term. Yeah. And, yeah. And if you own that term, then you're there again and you're the authority again. Surprise. Yeah. Ha -ha. <laughs> Sucker. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm everywhere. No, I love it. That's, no, I think that that's is, awesome. That's true. And it, 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 the important part, you know, I, what I love is that's always you and your mm -hmm. face. 
And there's, you know, I've, I've done a video about this, but there's a science behind it. And it, and it's, it's the mere exposure effect. And you're talking mm -hmm. about extreme exposure. There's mm -hmm. actually a scientific trigger in our brains in it that the more we see a face, the more we like the person just mm -hmm. seeing the face. So, wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It, it, it <laughs> I love that. I heard that from you and I actually have been even amping that up. So I have heard that from you. This awesome. is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I'd like to see you, you know, I know we talked about a lot, but I think okay. if you, I think holding on to, even if your event, your event coming up is not about the, that event, it's mm -hmm. still a good thing for you to talk about. Yeah. I really love that. I think that, um, my goal, cause I'm going to take these ideas from you and I saw the views now and I'm going to see how I can change them by October. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to put a, 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 a pin in my calendar. Okay. And, and we're going to come back and interview, see how things are going. Let's do a before and after. I love that. Yes. Cool. Jackie. Yes. Anything else I can help you with? I love this. You know what? Um, I think what you're doing, the strategies you just gave me because you, it, it really hit the nail on the head when you said attention, attention versus intention, because I can get attention and I can kind of bootstrap and fill these events. But I think some of these strategies is really going to cut down even, you know, a lot of my own efforts. So I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. My yeah. pleasure. I'm, I'm glad I could help you. I love doing this. Yeah. And I'm glad you're the first one I did this with. This yeah, me too. I mean, I yeah, do this all fun. the time, but I've never done it. <laughs> I've never done it for the public. I love it. I mean, it. I've done it thousands upon thousands of times. I'm like, well, why not do it for the public? And, I agree. Uh, and now you ha now you have some accountability. I know. I like that. Awesome. Well, Jackie, if so everyone wants to get to see you, purepotentials.com is the best yep. place to connect with you. Yeah, purepotentials.com. You'll find all kinds of stuff over there. Yeah, and you can see, and you can go to, boom, boom. Her, her Pure Potentials Facebook page. Like it. <laughs> yes. Like Thank a thousand you. other people do. <laughs> Awesome, Jackie. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and letting us uh, letting us use you as a guinea pig for our strategy session. Thank yeah. you very much for having me. Awesome. And to everyone watching this, thanks so much for coming along on this journey as we tell some stories, tell some strategies, and hopefully it didn't stink. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.